I'm Clay Pigeon. Welcome to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. It's a weekly digest of some of the segments and moments that make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show on WFMU. Of course, you can listen live to Wake and Bake Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on WFMU.org. Join me live every morning for the full show. It includes great music, 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 chair throwing, pixie dust, and all-round good vibes. <laughs> oh my God, the man is a maniac. You can, you, can, you, can, you can also hear the full show on streaming archives oh. at wfmu.org slash playlists slash WA. Daytime drudgery. <clears throat> Working hands. <clears throat> then dancing feet. Nighttime revelry. Do you fear death? No, I'm ready. Whenever he calls me, I'm ready. Because I have no fears, no nothing. I pray at night, I get up in the morning, sometimes I go to church. You know, there's a reason for everything in life, and I am accepting it. I don't go backwards, I'm just living my life, trying to help people, trying to talk to people. I will do this until they finish. You got a dog or a cat? I don't have no animals. But you know, it's amazing how animals come to me. You'll be surprised. You think they sense your inner goodness? Uh, well, there has to be something. (laughs) I live a normal life, let's put it that way. Uh, Don't forget, I never had an education. I had only finished seventh grade. I never had a college education. But yet I got a brain to tell me to do the right thing. And I listened, and that's what I got. You lived through World War II? Yeah, yeah. Korea. In fact, I had a brother who passed away in the Army in the Second World War on the ship. They found the ship, but they never found the bodies. The ship was destroyed? And he was 19 years old when he went on the, uh, the service. And I was only young. I was only a little girl then when he went. Do you remember him? Oh, yes. I remember my whole family. What beautiful family I had. I had aunts in Jersey. I had a beautiful family. That's one thing I can say. They were all good to me. Do you ever feel them around you, their presence? Yes, yes. That's what's making me feel good. My family, the people that were good to me, and the people that I meet now, and they, I talk to them, and they talk to me, and I meet strangers sometimes that talk to me. You'd be surprised how my brain is working. How do you feel when you hear those church bells? Very good. You know... Pretty, isn't it? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You make me want to go to church. Oh, that's nice, yeah. There's so much despair, so much worry. It is. People out of work, people without money. That's what I'm trying money. to say. What, what, uh, is there hope? We need well, hope. I told give you. Us a, give us a... I told you this happened when they bombed the World Trade Center. Now, if they didn't bomb the World Trade Center, whoever did it... You don't think it was Osama bin Laden? No, I couldn't. I, I really don't know who it was because, you know, that didn't hit me on my I just knew that it happened and that was it. And then every everybody went upside down. 
I mean, I feel sorry for the people who, whose minds are distracted and they don't realize what they're doing. Because if they realize what they're doing and they don't really know the good world that I lived in since 19, since I was a little baby, since I was a little girl, it was beautiful in those days. Nothing and, stays the same, does it? No, if, and I don't think it's ever going to come back because it's up to the people's minds to start turning to the goodness of the world. 25 minutes in front of uh, eight. I'm delighted to say that Wendy Del Formaggio is back, not with a cheese report, but with a brand new thing called Food Stuff. Good morning, everybody. It's me, Wendy Del Formaggio. Pull a chair up to the breakfast table. And let's have some Taylor ham. This breakfast meat, indigenous to New Jersey, is also called pork roll. And that's what it is. A roll of minced, hickory-smoked pork and some secret spices stuffed into a cloth bag where it cures and becomes a savory, smoky, salty treat. We don't have Taylor ham. It's the best. Oh, my God. Do you mean pork roll? Oh, God. Most people outside of New Jersey have no idea what it is. I don't know. But every self-respecting diner or deli in the Garden State serves it up hot from the flat-top grill with a fried egg, a slice of yellow American cheese, and a squirt of ketchup sandwiched in a Kaiser bun. Sehr gut. Just ask Ween, who aren't even from here. Few companies produce Taylor ham, including, since 1856, Trenton's Taylor Provisions, founded by John Taylor of Hamilton Township. Hello. Some claim the recipe is far older than that. Archives show pork roll dates back to the Revolutionary War. In 1906, Taylor Provisions had to change the product's name to John Taylor's Original Pork Roll. Why? Why? According to a Federal Food Act, Taylor ham didn't meet the legal definition of ham. Ham is the hind leg of a pig. In New Jersey, arguments still persist over its name. Is it Taylor ham or pork roll? It depends where you're from. Pork roll. Oh! Calm down! Hey. <laughs> it's Taylor ham! North Jersey folks call it Taylor ham. Those in the South call it pork roll. The line of demarcation is sort of Route 78, sort of the Raritan River. Why is that the divide? I don't know. I don't know. Why do people fight about it so much? Because it's New Jersey. In 2016, President Obama tried settling the argument during a speech at Rutgers University's graduation ceremony. I come here for a simple reason to finally settle this pork roll versus Taylor ham question. I'm just kidding. There's not much that I'm afraid to take on in my final year of office, but I know better than to get in the middle of that debate. No matter what you call it, the important thing is to cut at least one radial slit into the slice before you cook it so it lies flat in the pan. Okay. If you want to know who's from New Jersey but everyone is being coy, bring out a platter of pork roll and see who lunges at you first. Back to you, Clay. In a beanbag chair, I think about the world we live in. And it's a little bit scary. In a beanbag chair, I sit and stare.
My thoughts hang in front of me in the air. My thoughts hang over me. Me, honey, don't you see? Love is at the end of it all. Love is at the end of it all. Love is at the end of it all. My dear friend, love is at the end of it What if it rains, rains all the time? time? Wouldn't we lose our minds? Good morning, listeners. I'm Evan Funk Davies, and this is Pop Rocks. If it's a pop song that rocks, or a rock song that pops, 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 you'll hear about it on Pop Rocks. There are plenty of songs in the Pop Rocks realm and beyond that reference individual photographs, the act of taking a photo, and various other aspects of photography. So it should come as no surprise that there was also a band called The Photos. Although it might be even less of a surprise to our British listeners, since The Photos had a decent amount of success over there unlike here in the U.S. of A. The photos arose from the ashes of the late 70s punk band Satan's Rats, who released three singles on the DJM label in 1977 and 78 before splitting up. Two of the ex-Rats were keen to bring in a female singer for their next band and set their sights on Jane Casey from Liverpool's outre punk outfit Big in Japan. But she declined their advances and went on to start Pink Military. The band soon found their chanteuse in the form of Wendy Yates, who was managing a pub rock band called City Youth. With Wendy Wu, the stage name she began using, the photos were, dare I say, fully developed. They were quickly signed to CBS in the UK, then after releasing a single in late 1979, they shifted over to the Epic label. Fully developed, get it? (laughs) (laughs) They released a four-song EP in April of 1980, followed by a full-length album in June. Epic's marketing department found inspiration in another female-fronted band on the other side of the Atlantic and touted the photos as England's answer to Blondie. Debbie, I was all set to remark on the absence of the blonde hair, which has been widely reported as having gone mouse, but there it is again. It's back. This set an impossibly high bar for the new group, and Wendy Wu herself chafed at the comparison. Ridiculous. The band's LP did get up to number four on the UK albums chart, but their highest-charting single only made it to number 56, and that's the song we're going to hear now. From their debut album, these are The Photos and Irene. She wears all the latest fashions. You're looking very chic today, Irene. You say you love him with a passion. You stir him up again, Irene. 
And now here's Stache with your Hump Day Hazmat Report. Thank you, Clay Pigeon. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. I've had it up to here from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. Let's go to press. Kalamazoo, Michigan. Two hospitalized after a 55-gallon drum of trimethylphosphate gets punctured and leaks all over a trucking emporium on 3,600 Alders. Roswell, New Mexico. Explosion at fireworks storage warehouse injures two heroes as the extraterrestrial mecca prepares for the 4th of July. Shoemakersville, PA. Chemical spill at Gold Chemical Inc. prompts emergency crews to evacuate nearby residents. Investigators haven't identified the type of chemical that leaked, so you gotta know it's deadly. Today's hazmat report is brought to you by ScentLogic's MDMA ScentAid, the first and best ecstasy scented test strips for commercial and residential use. How many people in this crowd have seen Molly? Each ScentLogic strip provides up to 18 months of odorific ecstasy scent so you can know what's going on behind the smelly door. <laughs> ScentLogic's Ecstasy Scent Kits contain two, two, two ecstasy training aids, a magnet stash tube, underground stash pipe, one aid protecting bag, and a scent towel. Now back to our report. Washington, D.C. Woman's hair gel recalled from bacterial contamination. 2,400 cases of Village's LaBella Extreme Sports Styling Gel in 22-ounce bottles have been yanked after Burkholderia sapacea were detected. Record lots contain these numbers 19057B, 19072C, Hartford, Connecticut. Firefighting foam found in Farmington River. The EPA reports that the chemicals in the foam cause tumors in lab mice. And in humans, high cholesterol! Beer County, USA, Monsanto's Roundup detected in 95% of studied beers and wines. The beer with the most glyphosate was Zingdao, followed by Coors Light, Miller Light, and Budweiser, which tested positive for 27 particles of crap per billion. <laughs> Hold on, Stash. I don't think the glisters can take anymore. I mean, trimethylphosphate leaks, Roswell fireworks explosions, Pennsylvania chemical spills, hair gel contaminations, Hartford foam tumors, and Beer County Monsanto infusions. Uh, what do you think, Lister? Do you want a bonus hazmat item? Probably not. Oh, gee, stay, do stay, go. Cold Grove, Ohio. Purple water is screaming out of people's faucets. But there's no danger whatsoever. Just a little too much sodium permanganate in the water, which causes a beautiful, vibrant color of blue. Cerulean. Yeah. Don't fear the blue water. Embrace it. And so, with lotions of love, this is your Jersey City correspondent, Stace. Who knows that all the lights on Broadway are never as bright as the candle in the window when you come home. Stay's just 18 minutes away. Back to the music now on Wake with X-Hex Radiate. Beautiful sunny day downtown Jersey City. I said da ta ka ta ta ka ta ta Look, I'm 
stalling, I'm stalling, I'm stalling as I'm dicing up today in history. Well, what happened today in history? Uh, it's American Evacuation Day, I know that. I'm not touching it. 1509, Henry VIII of England marries Catherine of Aragon. 1776, on this day, the Continental Congress appoints Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, Ben Franklin, Roger Sherman, and Robert R. Livingston to the Committee of Five to draft a Declaration of Independence for us. 1805, a fire consumes large portions of Detroit in the Michigan Territory. Let's make the sound of fire with a piece of typing paper. Here we go. Detroit! Wad and toss. I never get tired of it. 1935, inventor Eddie Armstrong gives the first public demonstration of FM broadcasting in the United States. 1935, you know where he did that? In Alpine, New Jersey. You bet. 1962, Frank Morris, John Anglin, and Clarence Anglin allegedly become the only prisoners to escape from prison on Alcatraz Island. And in 1977, WFMU institutes a no-show tunes policy. WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Open, New York City, and Rockland County at 91.9 FM online at WFMU.org. No show tunes. Everything about, about it, it is appealing. Everything the traffic will allow. No, no way could you get that, that special feeling when you are stealing an extra bow. There's no people like show people. They smile when, when they are low. Yesterday they told you you would not go far. Sing it at the Hung a star, let's go on with the show. And as I glance leftward in the doorway, I see the palest of shadows, the daintiest of shadows. And here he comes. The palest of shadows. The palest and daintiest of shadows. That's a compliment, man. It is. You know what it means to me? It means you are nuanced. (laughs) You're not hung up on uh, some macho trip. You're you're comfortable with words like pale and and, and dainty. I mean, I am. There's no problem with being pale and dainty. I don't know if either of those words (laughs) even describe me that well. (laughs) They don't. Especially dainty. (laughs) Pale I get, but dainty I'm not... (laughs) <laughs> Very you know not dainty. You know what? And you're you're shrinking. I told you. Yesterday. I'm not shrinking. You are shrinking. <laughs> I'm really not. <laughs> Old Matt Warwick surely shrinking. And that. Oh God. <laughs> Isn't there? What's what's pinking? Isn't there? Maybe George knows. Isn't there pinking shears? Does that make the Is jagged line thing? the jagged? That, they're called pinking I shears. Think pinking <laughs> shears. George, are they? Is it? Is it? They make the jagged line. George knows everything. 
He's like, I don't even need a computer. <laughs> just ask George. You should just follow me around all day. What are those scissors called? Oh, they're called pinking scissors. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the pinking shears. Shears. I can't believe I didn't rhyme that one. That one was so easy. Pinking. Ew. Shears. You know what I was singing, don't you? There's not the, that's the... Billy Shears. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they originally called it Pinking Shears. Oh, really? And George Martin was like, uh, fellows, please, I don't think so. <laughs> Why don't we make a British reference to my friend Billy Shears? <laughs> and Paul was like, oh, God. Oh, not There's another. Another bone we got to throw George. All right, George. And they wanted Pinking Shears. You've been listening to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. Did you enjoy it? Yes. Good. It's a weekly digest of the special features and moments which make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show. After all, you wouldn't want to miss special moments like this. Ah, you're in a good mood today, aren't you? (laughs) The Wake and Bake Morning Show. Set your alarm and join us each Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WFMU.org. A little too early for you? Catch the archive show, which you can find easily on WFMU's homepage each day. I'm Clay Pigeon. They called me the Pigeon. Join me each morning for the full show, either on the radio or online at WFMU.org. And keep glistening.